It's your big homie, DJ Tronic 9000. <laughs> I'm here yeah, in the building. It's Concrete Web, so I'm, I'm a little fucked up. Yeah, I'm looking for the next wave. But yo, Sorrel, what up, B? How you? How you feeling? I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. Welcome. Another Welcome show, to another, another episode. Time. Just yeah. in case y'all don't know, this is Concrete Wraps. We live from Queens, you know? We do this Recorded, for y'all. but yeah, yeah, we're here. Uh, we're live right now in the spirit. Y'all might hear it later, but we live. Yeah, but, we live. We live. Yeah, baby. we're here, and we got a couple of people with us today, of you know? I know y'all expect this because there's nothing less than greatness at the table when the Ed Ape is in the building. Oh my What's goodness. happening, Ed? All right? Hi. How are you, sir? I'm good, good, man. I'm good. I'm good to have you. Um, also today we have a new guest, right? Hey. So you want to go ahead and introduce yourself to the people, let them uh, know. Uh, the Viles. That's what I'm known by. Go by my uh, Say that Twitter. Again. The Viles. Okay. The Viles. My Twitter and uh, Instagram are that Aviles guy. A V I L E S. Mr. Aviles, please tell them what you just walked into. Yeah. Tell them. Tell them what you walked into. Just I now. just walked into some banyan fried chicken. Woo! That's how we do it at Concrete Reps. Concrete Reps. Yeah, you know. Yes, yes. Chicken. Off the rip. It was a banging though? It was? Right, that, that was good. It. Yeah. I didn't right. expect the spice and it was perfect. That was the new Texas. Yeah, the spice. Texas chicken. Yeah. Yeah. That was sexy. Yeah. It was good. I gave you a cup right over there whenever you want to help Ooh. yourself. I'm definitely going to start helping myself. Yeah, yes, yeah. please do. Please yeah, do. Do you get please that? Please do. So, Ed, we were talking week, a little bro. earlier. Yeah, another week. You know what I'm saying? New explosive content, as usual, groundbreaking material, concrete reps. Ed, outside, he was telling me a little something, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if you want to elaborate. Was it about Spotify, about Tidal? What were we talking about? No, that's different. We were talking about, yo, Spotify, Tidal, all of these platforms, you know, they're dope. And we just want to get some money, so what's up? Put us on, put us out there. (laughs) Surreal is ready to sell our soul to the devil, you know. Sign it on the crossroads. On the crossroads. We just do it for the people and we would love to get on. But no, you were telling me something else about um, when we was outside. You about my dog. Yeah. About your dog. Yeah. About your baby. So I'm a little scared of some dogs, you know, like just because of how I get like weird. And like either you have to have a vibe with a dog or you don't, you know? Okay. So I'm pretty good with like every dog. You are? Yeah. You're the dog whisperer at eight. Of course. His name is Abe. He has some kind of animal. Anyway, um, yeah. well, some people are just like some people like are like dog like they fuck with dogs and I like I really fuck with dogs and I think dogs know yeah. those people. Yeah, dogs know oh, like yeah. oh you're a fucking dog guy I fuck with you too. Right. They just know right off the bat like mm-hmm. I agree. You know what I mean? That's true. Dogs are very good at sensing uh, people's general energy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, right. Even like wild, vicious-looking dogs. I'm like yo, what's up, pup? And they're like hey, you know. They're really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, you're better than me. I don't fuck with the like the homely looking dogs. The ones that look they don't eat that much. No, they oh, too well, much of a risk. About some I'm a wild dog out in the yeah. street. Yo, I was out the country at Turks and Caicos, right? And um, you know, they have a dog problem in the islands. Like, yeah, it's wild. Man. Yeah, Those like I'm, I'm a city dude, dogs, so right. I ain't, I'm really you know I didn't know, but we went to eat like at a local restaurant where you know we asked the bell the bellboy to take us somewhere that was like off the beaten trail, like right. That people don't normally go to. So we went, the food was great, we eating. So we like halfway through dinner and we look outside the window and there was a pack of like 16 dogs yeah, together. 
Like there was a leader, there was the. It used to be like that here. Yeah. Yeah. When I was a kid, it used to be like that here. Yeah. Right. In this neighborhood, yeah. In New York, there used to be fucking packs of wild dogs everywhere. Right. In the eighties and like. It's still a problem everywhere in the Caribbean, though. Like in Puerto Rico. Well, I guess they don't have dog keepers. It's been a huge thing in Puerto Rico. You know, I'm sure. You driving down the highway, you probably hit two or three. And and the other thing about the Caribbean that's different than America is they don't have the same attitude towards dogs as we do. Mm. Like it's kind of a it's kind of a thing. Like if you have a dog as a pet, mm-hmm. he doesn't necessarily live in the house. Right. Right. He might, like right. he might live in the backyard. He'll come through every day. once in a while. Right. He might come through the house once in a while, but he's not sleeping on the bed. He's not right. like the baby. No, definitely not. <laughs> he's the dog. And, yeah, yeah, it's an American thing. They don't. And you know, the, we they let the dog just roam throughout the day. There's no like, well, we have to keep him protected in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Right? So the dog and the dog might come home later in the day. There's no teacup Yorkies running around. Right. And, you know. Yeah. Like, right. from the Chihuahua. <laughs> the Chihuahuas are attacking in Queens. It's getting crazy. So, Mr. D, the gentleman that's here, I guess, he went to yeah, yeah, South by Southwest. Yeah, I did. Yes, nice. please elaborate. Nice. Anything so, crazy uh, happened? Um, did you meet anybody that could plug us in? Because we need an appearance. Nah, but I had a drink with Bushwick Bill. Dumb. Well, I had a drink at a spot Bushwick Bill was at, rather. Oh, okay. Came out. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I saw Bushwick Bill. But we, we took shit. a picture and shit with him. I was there. He was fucked up. Needed to get in the cab. Did you take a picture of him or with him? With him. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, we definitely, me and my boy, let me uh, yeah, see sure if I can find that. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we ended up taking a picture. It was pretty okay. dope. That's pretty dope. You can't put it on the gram, though. Uh, because it's a fucked up picture. <laughs> uh, Those are the best ones. How though. fucked up is yeah. the picture? Like it's just are bad you, quality. Are you also hammered? Oh, oh it's just a quality. Yeah. Uh, right there. Oh, okay. Drunk as fuck. Yeah, say. I see. Yeah. <laughs> like you had your finger over the camera. I was the one who took the picture, but hey, fuck it. Hey, man, anyway, it's, it's there. But it was pretty dope. Um. I got to see a bunch of performances. Yeah, we'll perform. Uh, I got to see uh, SOB, RBE, the dudes who are on, um, I, I think that's their name, the dudes who are on the Kendrick album uh, okay. for Black Panther. Uh, I got to see uh, Trey the Truth, probably the uh, MVP performance wise. Nice, I like Trey the Truth. Is he the one that like pulled the own bullet at his arm yeah. at one point? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, he's his his he's energy real. is amazing live. Right. Like like that that was it was just it's good to see lyricism being performed at that caliber. Cause mm-hmm. uh he, he really and he has a new problem coming a uh, new project coming out called uh, Hometown Hero, I think it is. Mm-hmm. He killed it. Um I discovered this group called Free Wi Fi. That was actually. That's uh, mm. an interesting name. I thought it was an Erica Badu song. Yeah. Free, Free Wi Fi. It's funny because on the, the flyer, yeah. their names actually, they're little known. So their names is bigger than a lot of other people's on it. Gotcha. So you're like, you're thinking the venue's offering. It has Free Wi Fi. So we're like, Free Wi Fi. We're trying to figure it out. <laughs> and then right before they uh, introduce them, they're like, ladies and gentlemen, you know, they're Free Wi Fi. And they're they like, go on to Wi-Fi's funeral. You guys know about Wi-Fi's funeral? Yeah, he was. There. There. I was seeing him too. He was there. I seen him perform also. Um, who else was out there? That was good. YFN Lucci. Uh, I've been a little slow on the movement, but his energy was great. So I'm gonna give his project a chance. Lucci. Um, who else was out there? I discovered two dudes. Uh, one I'd heard about before, um, which was Duckworth. 
Mm-hmm. He's he's actually pretty interesting. He he has a eccentric style to him. Like it, I don't know how to class it. It's it's very it's like Andre 3000 meets Goldlink almost kind of. That's very big. Of a comparison. That's crazy. Like, that's like my favorite rapper ever. You know what I'm saying? I'll be careful. You know. I discovered another dude that I hadn't. This well, it's a trio uh, called Watch the Duck. Watch the duck. Watch the duck. Where are they from? Uh, I have. No, I think they're from Cali. I'm not 100 sure, but that dude killed it. Like, like what? Like performance energy wise. Performance or? energy wise, he can sing. He's. He, I checked Same out a bunch of their videos after too. Like when I got to the Airbnb and stuff, I checked out a bunch of their stuff. They, they got and visuals that are great out there too. So those are really you know standout people to me for out there. And then of course Rhapsody. Who is just like Rhapsody? Is he the dude with the with the That's different a girl. No, Rhapsody is a girl. Yeah. Is it the dude with the Rhapsody? Look at the times, motherfucker. Rhapsody. <laughs> honestly, she's out rapping a lot of dudes out here, and she very well may have feature of the year on uh, that Prime album. I haven't heard that Prime album. That Prime album's good, but I'm also a huge. I'm kind of biased when it comes to Royce. I tend to you like, like anything he does. Yeah. Mm. See, my favorite feature is that Kendrick on that new Freezer. That was hot. I like that. What's new Freezer? Uh, what's what is it? Rich the Kid. Uh, oh, you game. like that? That's oh, like Kendrick's fire. voice. Yeah. Kendrick really? kills yeah. that because he doesn't usually do stuff like that. So I like to see him get outside of his box. My favorite thing in rap is when like the conscious dudes like do a verse on like the hood dudes mm-hmm. like a song. Okay. It's mad, but it's me too. Me. Like I just it, you know. Okay. Well, they bring kind of the the hood dude to do a track with them like. When Gambino did his rap project, Royalty, like, he held his own rapping mm. with Nipsey Hussle, with, with, he had a bunch of other fe- features on there, but he held his own, nice. that entire album, rapping. That's so, You know, but, uh, Ed, I, I, we're going to hear your project, Ed, I ain't hear no bars from you in a minute, what you got for the kid? I'm <laughs> project in April. Ooh, what month is it now? It's March. That's like it's a about week, to be a week like a week. Yeah, a couple weeks. Oh, yeah. Couple weeks, okay. Yeah. All right, all right, Ed. So we have to go into like official concrete reps interview mode. So Ed, tell us about your new project. You know what I'm saying? What's it gonna be like? What vibe you going with this time around? Like what you got for us? It's called Ed Ape Hate You. Mmm, that's me, literally. And um there's gonna be a series of records that I'm gonna put out. This one's Ed Ape Hate You, the next one is gonna be Ed Ape Loves You. Got you. So you come in with the hate first, then the love. Come with the hate radio first. Radio Raheem love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Radio Raheem. That's correct. Hey! Love! You know? Yeah, yeah just like that. Dope. And, um, I mean, it, it's kind of loosely about hate and love. Kind of, not okay. exactly. But uh, the first record is. It's partially inspired by my youth. Okay. Okay. So it kind of flashes back and forth between youthful stories. Okay. And it's partly inspired by uh, the insanely wild events of American life. Probably that I'm aware of most of my life, but it, but recently it seems like there's a spike in this type of shit. Uh-huh. The mass murderer and. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think it's kind of interesting that 
the most uh, technologically and socially developed country in the world, mm -hmm. has the most by far instances of mass murder and, you know, serial killer, you know. DJ Surreal. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? Fucking Ted Bundy, Zodiac Killer, fucking, you so know, Columbine, same. and, mm -hmm. you know, that's old ones all the way up to right now. The dude that fucking, you know, you walk into a church, kill fucking 92 people, or, you know, the guy that's shooting off the fucking machine gun into the crowd, you know. Shout out to those kids with that march, because they, like, made a real stand with that. Like, it was millions of people, like, around the country. But isn't that about, see, I, but I can't kind of fuck with them, because that shit is about gun control. Well, I feel like... And I can't, I'm, it's I too can't much, fuck it's with too many kids. I'm anti-gun gun control, control. Kids. You, see, you see, like you say that? Yeah. It's too many small things that are affected by the issue that they're trying to address. Because they think that they can, you know, by limiting gun control stop these type of things from happening and trump wants to give teachers guns like the whole thing is stupid to me like right. guns are guns they should be in the hands of the people that should be able to protect us as well as arming people to be able to protect themselves so when things like this happen i mean i can't say i know what the solution is but i don't feel like it's one answer that somebody can give that's going to be right there's always going to be things on you know what I'm saying? And different people's perspective that is right when it comes to guns. But I still applaud these kids for standing up and at least trying to take a stance on something. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I think that's important because, like, as a youth like that, to be able to speak to millions of people because, and have people that actually die next to you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't applaud them because I don't agree with them. I mean, you might not have to agree with what their stance is, but the fact that they have the courage to get out there and and say whatever they feel and unapologetically speak their mind, mm -hmm. that's applaudable to me. You understand what I'm saying? I suppose, but that's just what it is. Yeah, I can't fuck with it. Yeah, I mean, I you don't have you don't it. have to agree with that. By the end of the day, they're kids and they're standing up for what they feel is right. If you or anybody else stood up for what they felt like at that age and reached that many millions of people, it'd be applaudable regardless of what your stance was. So for them to actually be able to do that in today's day and age and get their point across, that's that's something that everybody can do, you know? It's true. It's, 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 it's crazy that you have all these adults fighting for, you know, supposedly standing up for causes and look who ends up getting it done, you know, children. Mm -hmm. Adults that spent years and years of legislation trying to do whatever. I'm no politician. I don't know nothing about politics, but I know I turn on the TV and I see what I see. And it's like, you see these kids making grown people actually come and support and do something and get off their ass? That shit is commendable. Straight up. Straight up. How old are they? I mean, Trump won, I was in the streets rather than two. You know what They're saying? like juniors in high school. In high school? These are young high school kids? Yeah. There's actually a few grade school yeah, kids. Yeah, I've just recently. Yeah, but you don't know what the fuck you're talking about at 14 and 15 years old. Yeah, but their friend got shot. What if you felt like if all your friends around you got shot to death right. by somebody with a gun and you want answers? Right. Well, I mean, want answers, answers or forcing something. Well, answers or petitioning for something. Your friends shot up. What's your answer? What's you going to do? What else you going to do? And they're not saying no guns. I I'm think just they're just petitioning for stricter laws when it comes to who can obtain them. I mean, 
From what I heard, it sounded like this dude been crazy, and he been talking shit and like, you know, pulling guns on people. So like, there has to be some kind of um, accountability for like when those things get reported. You know, like. What I'm saying is, what the fuck is wrong with our society if shit like this is a normal occurrence? Yeah, Your president, because it's happening every week. Your president is Donald Trump, and you're asking him what's wrong with society. No, 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 it's, but it's deeper than that. Though. Is it? Is it? It's, it's a, there's, a, there's something about our society that psychologically damages people the on fact, a regular basis. The fact that Trump is able to run and win and have control over... No, I don't think about. so, because in the, the 50 years ago, a guy like that with that same message would have won easily. We're more surprised that it's a modern thing and we think that our society is a bit more progressive. It's not. But the kind of violence that you see, well, maybe I'm wrong, you know, but the but the wild fucking, you know, yeah. walk into a school shoot 40 fucking people. You know what I mean? Empty a clip into a fucking crowd of people. You know what I mean? And when it's a white guy, it's never counted as uh, a thug or anything or American terrorism it's not terrorism it's just that he's he had a sick well that's race racism has been forever but yeah. this is kind of new though you know what I mean this is like 30 or 40 years old did you guys know during South by Southwest there was actually bombings going on really there was uh, wow. four bombs I believe that went off um, attacking specifically black and Spanish uh, families really it was wow. like on their doorstep package bombs Oh, was okay. And wow. Ended up catching the guy. And what's the guy's name? He, he right. He sends out bombs. He leaves the so, bomb on the front door. Yeah, leaves the bomb on the front door. And uh, the first three, it was that they picked up the package, so they spread it a word through Austin. Don't pick up. Don't the pick package. up the fucking package. And then he changed up. He changed up to a tripwire. Wow. Right. And um, when they caught him, I believe he committed suicide. Setting off. This is the kind of. This is the shit that I mean. Like the, the, we mean? have instances. Like other countries don't have problems with this kind of shit. Right, and we do now, so what do we do to fix that? I don't know. That's the thing. But I think that it's possibly connected to some shit that we probably don't really want to admit that it's connected to. I think the it's possibly... The, the, the shit that they spray in the air from the airplanes. I don't even... I can't fucking speak to that. But I kind of... Even though I don't want to say this... Uh -oh. I think it's kind of connected to the shit that we fucking put into our brains 24 hours a fucking day. Whether it's movies or video games or fucking music. And as a musician who makes wild ass fucking music, I'm speaking against myself, but I mean, I think that has to be, it has to be connected in some way. I don't know if it's necessarily the cause. Maybe it's, maybe it's, maybe it's an effect from the same cause. I but think... I think part of it is a disconnect from reality due to the internet generation. Mm. Um, when you can go on World Star and see a, you know, fight compilation, and you've never been in a fight in your life, mm. so you think, you know, you know what it is. It's almost desensitize you to, you know, mm. it's it's a big thing of a lot of these people really don't seem to have lived in a struggle where, say, you know. I personally come from where it's like you know these things shouldn't be normal but because it is normal to you you don't you know commercialize it or uh, you don't make money from it you know monetize it your struggle you know you, you learn from it you speak your truth and that's what you monetize but 
It's just nowadays you have the internet generation behind keyboards, not experiencing shit, just going by what they feel like they can say online. But there still has to be a deeper psychological issue. Because wasn't the fucking, the, the dude that shot up the Country Music Awards, mm -hmm. how old was he? I don't know. I think he was, was he 30s or 40s. Was he 30s or 40s? That's not really internet generation. That's about, you know what I mean? The there's, there's, there's something that's like fucking creeping around our way of life that just takes somebody on the edge and throws them full of gas and sends them off the deep end to do some extravagantly wild shit. Okay, so you see how you have this concern right now, right? There's something going on that we don't know psychologically, right? Now, when we have what's called behavior and a pattern of events that constantly showcase the inability of a person to make rational decisions when it comes to using what they're able to have, which is a gun, right? There needs to be something that is, I guess, kind of like a requalification for somebody to be able to get that kind of gun again. Once that kind of, once you take a gun and you raise to somebody's head for no reason, and it gets reported, and that person can physically witnessly say they did, they were there, and that happened, I feel like there needs to be a reevaluation. Like, hold on, you can't have this AK-47 that can be a mass, you know, killing weapon. No, we're gonna sit you down. We're gonna go through this process and find out what happened in the situation when you raise your gun to somebody's head. And we're going to evaluate you and say, hey, are you fit to have this weapon or not? And be able to sign our name as a certified doctor or whoever and say, I signed off that this person should be good to go from here going forward. Now, if there's another incident, it's like, no, no. Now we need to have six months to a year ban of you having any kind of weapon because it's like now you've had these repeated incidents where, you know, your story is not matching and where there's a witness involved that has witnessed this kind of like behavior, you know? I think something like that would be the only closest kind of like... Well, then you're a criminal and I suppose, right? I mean, I, mean, I don't know if they're going to lock you up for it. I well, just well, think that should be... If, uh, I don't know what the laws are state to state. But in New York, you know, you have to fucking jump through a million hoops to, get, to be able to carry a handgun. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. In yeah, other places you, you in other pl yeah, in other places you don't. Right. You can go to Walmart and get you a gun. Right. Easy. But what if you're a convicted felon? Can you come home and then buy a gun? Or are no. no, you restricted? No, no, you can't. No, I believe if you're a convicted felon, you're not supposed to have any interaction with any weapons. I'm not 100% sure on that, though. Yeah. Um, I think it goes to a bigger thing where it's kind of... Uh, a kind of weird thing where I think Americans have too much freedom. Mm. Too much freedom. What do you mean by that? In the sense of, or ra rather, let me let me. This is becoming a, like a. Let me clear that up. Let me clear that up. Concrete politics. from Cuba. Let me clean that statement up. I think American miners have too much freedoms. Mm -hmm in the sense of what they have access to mm. without stopping them. And I think that's a big thing where you go to the education system. You know, America's not the greatest education system in the world. It's what, the 17th, maybe even lower right. or something. 
and you go to the fact that New York is like the shining star of the America of the American school system, almost I believe. I, I mean, is it? Maybe, maybe I. I don't think that that's I, the case. I, I, I maybe I'm wrong, but I've always felt like New York prides itself on the school system. Here's the problem I have with here's the problem I have with the school system, right? A public school was great. I had a great public school. Shout out to Clinton. You know what I'm saying? Public school fucking sucked ass for me. It was great for me. But at the, at the end of the day, right? When you think about it, public school and becoming something like a profession of like a teacher, right? Is gonna get you what? Maybe four thousand dollars. Nah, year, those fucking teachers make year. like seventy grand you plus know. a year. If they're in the high school, let's not say that. It yes, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. City public schools. You make how much? Seventy plus. Uh, that's I a yeah, that's a challenge. Back like in the day, the teachers used to know. fucking cry poor and yada yada. If yeah. you're a fucking teacher and you have yeah. tenure in New York City, you make seventy plus. If you right. tenure, but that's, that's right. ten years on the job. I'm okay, so ten years on the job. You don't want to pay your dues? No, that's a lot of years. But, 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 but you're, you're misconstruing what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the amount of money that you make to be the person that educates the youth and to like pass on information that's important to the growing of our country, right? You make a fucking drop in a bucket compared to somebody who dribbles a basketball or yeah, somebody. But, but hold on, let me let me okay. finish my point. Yes, sir. All I'm saying is that. You can dribble a basketball, you can be on TV, you can be an actor in movies, right. you can do any one of these things and bring home substantially more money because to, your, to your bottom line. If I sell a product and you and, and yeah. a million people are willing to pay ten dollars for it, the, then the I make ten million dollars. The, the only point I'm making out of this is that seventy grand you can make it that's a decent living. Listen, listen to what I'm saying. The only point I'm making out of this is that teachers right and becoming a professional teacher right is not something that these kids growing up are looking to aspire towards it's not something that's a prized possession or a prized position in our society okay. it's something that it's low on a rector scale of being you know say considered successful you know so it's like okay. these kids growing up wanting to be successful quote unquote they don't look at being a teacher as something that is like a come up they look at that as like a last option or like you they know a, a rapper thing right. yeah they want to be okay. a rapper they want to be a ball player they want to be an actor actress that's what they want because that's what earns the money and that is where i think that the problem lies in our society is that like the there's an imbalance mm -hmm. in like where the value is you know what i'm saying and what you see is important Exactly. I also see a rising though of the newer generations more going out for what they want to do as opposed to just going for a job. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think actually it's inspiring. My younger sister's 25 and you know, she just quit. She's like, she had a great job at Fox. She just quit it. She's like, it's not what I want to do. Mm -hmm. You know, granted, you know, she's still with my parents, but she, and she's helping manage a Muslim, but she freelances and she's happier now, mm. you know, she, she is, but she's like, no, nah, I do things that make me happy. She travels the world, she, you know, and I think uh, it inspired me finally to realize like, you know, I don't want to work a nine to five anymore. You know, I'll, I'll take one if I have to, but right. at this point, I, I don't want to do that. Right. You know, and I don't want to work the 10 years to make 70,000. Right. I want to do what I can. And I think there's a more motivated, I think the pocket the entrepreneurial is, spirit yeah. is back. Yeah. The small the small economy is back. Yeah. Right. I think there's people finding lanes and niches for themselves everywhere, whether it be art, That's clothing, the 
access, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even even creating experiences is really where it's at, you know, of putting events together and then just connecting people and yeah. creating genuine experiences. Yeah. You know, there's there's a you can make money doing that. Right. And I think it's it's open as right now as far as how you want it. You have to be willing to embrace failure. And I think, you know, like like that's something that a lot of not all of the generation has, but the ones who do get it, they're opening these lanes that they don't even realize. Right. And this whole influencers thing and concept that's come up in the past few years is it or been spoken about more in the past few years is really like taking its hold my son Aviles has a porno hoodie on right now could you explain what's going on on your hoodie it's a terry richardson and pornhub collabo that they did from a capsule collection wow i know i recognize that hard on somewhere i knew it hard on nobody really gets that like you look at it you're like what yeah it takes a while people always so his shirt says richardson and um, the word, the the words hard and on that are part of Richardson are highlighted in orange. So the Pornhub orange, you know what I'm saying? So uh, yeah, yeah, if you yeah. knew that, that you know what time you it know is. that shade, then you, you know, know that shade, you dirtbags. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I'm a perp. You know the exact orange he's talking about. I painted my bedroom in that shade. <laughs> you did. True <laughs> story. He did. You did. No, he did. No, I didn't. Can't make that shit up. Nah, no, you can't even almost close to that color. <laughs> Get myself another drink. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's time for another drink. Yeah. Yo. I think you got Well, yeah, what you were saying before. Yeah. It's true. It's like the it's the biggest it was deep. change in economy. Since like the industrial industry. I think it's also like the creativity got to be creative again. Like the last two, three years of, of music have been great. Like, have you noticed that? They've been alright. No, 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 I think if you know what to look for. There's some notable projects. Don't there's there's a lot of notable but projects. But it's not in the past flood, or over flood of not, like, dope shit. What my, my opinion of the, of the modern, the contemporary art scene is that there's a shitload of diversity, but there's not a shitload of greatness. And I think that. The, the greatness in the what's in the contemporary art scene mm -hmm. is the entire thing. Like if you step back and look at the entire fucking ball of wax, like it's a piece of fucking art. The idea that, like you were saying before, you know, you're I'm a fucking painter. You've fucking been painting for two years and you paint like shit, but you've managed to fucking build you a living out of the really crappy painting that you do, but you love to do it and God bless you. Right. You're a part of the conversation in some way. Mm. You know, you're a musician and you have a couple of thousand followers that fuss with you and they love you, but nobody else fucking beyond that gives a fuck about what you're doing. It's not, <laughs> not that interesting, but you're, be, you're able to do it, you know? Mm. That ev like everyone's inner child has fucking come out to play again and be part of, you know, some conversation mm -hmm. and create and have an, an audience, you know. I think that part of it is cool, but I think that there's, as, like, as far as people pushing boundaries, really, it's not that, it's, you know, there's like a lot of people doing really similar things. Yeah. It's yes. true, I feel that way. Everybody's then, starting to sound the same. Everybody's, like, it's like incredibly similar. It's like, lead. wow, how similar is this? Yeah. And then on the back end of that, there's 
purists that in any genre are remaking what they heard 30 years ago or 20 years ago or 15 years ago. There's a lot of that. Yeah. And there's like one or two that are like pushing shit. Well, I huh. think I think actually right now I, I kind of feel like there's a lot of people pushing music, especially hip hop. Okay. Like who? Give me a name. Well, a lot of people are gonna call me crazy. The top three melodic guys in the <laughs> game that I love what they're doing and I love their everything they've been doing. Surreal's not gonna have Musical. no idea who any of these people are. Uh, Sway Lee and the no whole idea. Ray Sherman and together. No Ray idea Sherman, who that is. Honestly, I saw them perform in South by Southwest too. Wow. Yeah. The energy Ray Sherman puts out and just the general feel goodness. Surreal's got the kids going in the background. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. I this is live. This is live. Give us some chicken. But no, and like the energy huh. they put out and everything, Ray Sherman is just amazing to see. This is a man talking about. It's just Ray Sherman is the best. Man. It's just no, no, no. Fuck I'm not saying it. he's the best. They're the wait, best. I'm saying right now, yeah. sonically, they're pushing culture for like the music forward and helping yeah, develop. I think Ray Sherman really answer. is, especially Sway Lee. No, I think Sway Lee, Lee, melody wise, the only two people wrong on answer. his level, melody wise. In that rapping, you know, area would be Future or Young Thug, melody-wise. Like I'm not going by lyrics and everything, but I think Sway Lee, for as young as he is, 21. I think in 10 years, we're gonna be saying, "God damn, that's an amazing talent." I'm calling it now. I you think put some money he, on that. Yeah, I really All do. Right, we could do that. I really that's, do. That's, that's a lot. And I, also, I like their records. Yeah. But I don't see how. They're that innovative. I respect how I big their records are. You know, I respect records, that. Like yeah. they can do that. Yeah, exactly. But long time, you gotta understand, those artists don't stand in touch of time. I'm not disrespecting them. I respect their hustle and I hope the best for them. But those kind of artists only are a flash in the pan. It happens. Okay. They know how to get it hot for the time. But when you look at the content and the actual words, let me, like for example, say somebody like Stevie Wonder, right? You take one of his records, any one of his records, and you play it right now today, and you will have a vibe off of that song because he made timeless stuff. We the stuff they're making is timed, but it's very like for the time. Fucking you know? geniuses running yeah. around like we, like yeah. Stevie. Where's this generation, Stevie? That's he what I'm saying. Whoa, we, don't don't have have a we don't have a childish Gambino. He's not Stevie. Is it time? Stevie, That's what Stevie I'm Wonder plays forty fucking instruments. He plays every. When you listen to a Stevie Wonder record as an adult, everything that you hear is Stevie Wonder. Yeah, he's playing every instrument that you. And let me tell you something. You said Childish Gambino. I love Atlanta, but that's a TV show. He's doing a lot of stuff. He's, he's good, good, but he's not great. I'm I just saying. I'm sorry. When it comes to music, I you think know, you're good, but not great. Musically, I think musically yeah. he is an amazing talent. He's good. And I think like I he's, he's good. good. I'm not like saying he's bad. I like his stuff. I think he's good you know? as well. Yeah. I think I Stony do. Mountain, uh, Kawhi, whatever it is, that's an amazing, amazing project. I think his last one, Awaken My Love, is even, It's he kind of got us in the sense of it's all production, mm. but what he put together was amazing. Like I really think sonically, there's nobody touching him right now in any aspect, because he could do everything. He's proved he could rap, he's proved he could sing, he's proved he can act, he's proved he could write, he's proved he could produce. He's proven to be an all-around renaissance man. Okay, but you're looking at something different from just his music. 
Like all around, I say that he's doing really well because he's on a big screen, he's on a small screen, and he's in your iPod. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So your, your iTunes. But I feel like he's say, earned that you know? place in the iPod. Yeah, I mean, like like I said, he's good. Put it this way. I think if he had all of his time to devote to just doing music, he would end up being great. But the fact that he's spreading out his talent amongst different genres of things makes his music kind of like good, but not over the top for me. For you, it might be different, but for me, that's how I feel. I kind of feel like he has that uh, almost Andre 3000 thing where if he... Mm, they again, you in comparing somebody no, no, to no, no, Andre, no, no, man. No, 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 leave Andre no, no. out let of me, this. Let me that's explain. My man. I'm not... In the sense yeah. of when Andre was only focused on music, he wasn't that happy. He needed other outlets, and that's why he doesn't do music anymore. He fell out of love with it. But I need the music. I don't need him happy. I don't think Gambino... <laughs> I think Gambino was going to... Gambino basically was going to retire until he had his kid. And then he came out with Awaken My Love. Okay. And now he's on a whole new trip, which he's actually on tour with. Ray Shout Shirley. out to Atlanta. I love and that show. Uh, Have you watched Atlanta before? Oh, hey, great if you haven't seen Atlanta, show. you should you see, see it. That it's show. really great. It's a really good show. What is it? What is it on? It's FX. 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 Yeah. Shout out to FX. We want to check FX. FX we shout you, you out. Have it. You yeah. just got to sign in. You can watch the second season because the first season is not online anymore. Yeah. But he's dope in it. Amazing actor. Amazing, amazing. Yeah, he's good. He's definitely... Yeah, but I, 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 I like his music. Yeah. I think his music is well done, it's well produced. But I don't think that it's... I don't think that it's great. I, I think something you guys are also overlooking is your age when you hear the albums that you're specifically speaking on, too. Mm -hmm. I think also this generation, you gotta realize, they don't wanna hear but you're talking to a different thing. You're talking about something that has a lot of interest. That's not how I view it because when I was a kid, I'm a music lover. I don't just love hip hop. I don't just love hip hop for my generation. I'm a music lover. And when I was a kid, when I and when I was a teenager, especially, and I really, I mean, I was just, I had to have music. I went through the last 40 years of music and discovered shit from before I was born in hip-hop and in yeah. other genres and fucking fell in love with it because yeah, it was a great piece of music. I'm the same way, I get that. So, you know, to me, I'm just judging it as a piece of music. I'm not putting it up against fucking anything else. Right. It's not about stylistic choices. I'm just judging it as... And that's when I make the pause where you say great, you know, because like, great to me is something that stands the test of time, you know? So it's like, when you mention like Andre, right? His records, he'll drop one verse for a whole year and crush like 90% of all the rappers, you know what I'm saying, that had verses yeah, for a whole year. You know? Yeah, But what I'm saying is like, he, I think if he wanted to, he could still do that. It's because he has that that slice of how to get right like, to the honestly, greatness. Honestly, I don't like, want to hear Andre anymore. You know? But that's cool. Like, stay out of rap. That's if cool. you did not do the album, the stay out of here's rap. Here's the thing. This whole generation of rappers right now know how to make hits. But that's, they know how to make hits, but not timeless music. That's I the think, problem. I think what we have is, what is we have but that's what I'm saying. Ray Sherman's Some album. guys that know how to make hits. I'm sorry. And some guys that know how to make really interesting music. Yeah. I agree. I agree. You know, we're going to grab from this, grab from that, take a step forward. And and I think it's kind of the same thing as like what, what you were saying a second ago about, you know, that in, economically, you want to quit your job because you love doing this. Yeah. And there's this, there's this, you know, connection with the rest of the world. I do this and you do that. 
has access to everything the same way as a businessman you can create your space. Yeah. In music, I feel like there's, in, in, in every part of society, there's a, a mixing of the entire world that we never heard before. Okay. So there's some artists that are influenced by Every, you know, maybe 20 things that are going on around the fucking globe. Yeah. And, and everybody's kind of scrambling to, not everybody, but there's certain artists that just want to make hits, like you said, mm -hmm. and other artists that are like, they're scrambling to be the most innovative and create a path. Mm -hmm. You know, like this is, you know what I mean? And I feel like this is where we are, where genre lines are blurred, they're muddied, mm -hmm. you know, like, yeah, it's split and it off. It's and it's 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 a free for all. Your ad. Anybody's record could sound. You said the keywords blurred and muddy. Blurred and, and muddy. We're about to go get blurred outside. Uh, we love y'all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna bring this episode yeah. to a close. Let's Legendary go get Legendary concrete we went so, Yeah. It was such a. Great it was deep. We yes. went in. B, we went in. Yes. That's how we do yes. sometimes. Yes. Not all the time, but sometimes. Yes. Concrete Thank raps. you to our guests. Right, Thank you to our guests that came through. You know at Ape and Aphilis. Well, Ape's already on the show. He's not a guest. Fuck it. I know. I, know. Guest. No, I want to continue come. to be a fucking guest. Yeah, just <laughs> a special <laughs> introduction yeah, yeah. every time. He demands the same respect every day. Every day. Every time he comes on the show, he wants us to be like, and we have once again. Yes. Yes. This is show from Ape and Aphilis. Yeah. Yeah. For the first time. Yeah. Yeah. For the first time for the 17 time. You guys got to do a pre roll where you introduce yourselves be like and today's special guest again yes. again for the 18th uh, again. episode it's Andy. take a wild guess motherfuckers all right, <laughs> all right concrete reps <laughs> <laughs>